0: how do you work with a child that you think is narcissistic how do you work with someone that you feel like is starting to develop or has started to acquire some of the traits of narcissism from another family member or from a spouse or a husband or a wife how do you work with that so you have to remember like where that comes from. You have to remember where narcissism starts from. So typically, you've got narcissism that starts from emotional, physical, or mental abuse or trauma. And as a result, narcissism is formed and grows and kind of prospers out of that to a place where it becomes very prevalent in their lives, where it ends up affecting a ton of things. Those are some of the typical ways couple other ways that narcissism can get affected and also formed is through the idea of having a parent who is overbearing, over-controlling, so controlling every aspect of their life. Or you have the parent who just doesn't care, you know, that isn't controlling, that is just super enabling. So they'll let the kid do anything, they don't have any boundaries, they don't have any consequences. Whenever something happens, they just continue on with life covering up whatever mistake their, their kid made. Okay, so you have to look at it first of what is my child going through? What has my child gone through? Have they been exposed to physical, emotional and mental abuse? If so, then what do I need to do to be able to help combat that? So a lot of times that might be having someone that they can talk to or a mentor, like someplace where they also feel safe, like a counselor or a therapist to be able to process certain things and be able to work to a place of healing while that's happening or while that's going on, you as a parent still have to be an open place for them. You see, one of the things that they're struggling with is the idea of not understanding how to process their emotions because narcissists don't have emotions that have fully formed or grown or been taught how to deal with those. So you as a parent creating a place that is a safe place. A safe place being a place that they can come and they can express their thoughts, their feelings, their emotions, um, their mistakes, like the things they've messed up on, the stupid stuff that they've gotten into. And you don't judge and you don't degrade them because as an adult, it can seem very easy like, oh, you're stupid for doing that. Or I remember when I did that, ha ha ha, you know, and you don't actually get to a place where you connect with your child or where you connect with your young one. Where they understand like hey it's okay that you're feeling this way it's okay that you screwed up royally it's okay that you did this we'll work through it and having them understand that you can come alongside and work through their emotions work through whatever craft that they're dealing with in their life and get to a place where you can have a safe place for them is very 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 important that way you can help them process their emotions and be like hey These are the emotions you're feeling. Totally get that. I actually have these emotions on a day-to-day basis, blah, blah, blah. Like connect with them, create a safe place, and then help them understand, like, even though you have these emotions, they're not good or bad emotions. It's just how you feel. Understanding that feeling is okay, but then what do we do with that? You know, if we're feeling upset, if we're feeling angry, that might be how we're feeling, but that doesn't give us the right to hit someone doesn't give us the right to throw something out a window and break the glass so like understanding and, and working with them to try to work through their emotions and work through a place where they understand how to process emotions and how to deal with them how to still be in control of their emotions and not let their emotions control them Now the other two things that I mentioned was an over-controlling, overbearing parent, and also an enabling parent. Those are two other ways that can affect narcissism. And so you have your over controlling or overbearing parents. Like sometimes this could be like a little bit like a helicopter mom, helicopter dad kind of thing, where they're always like Watching them, they're always like over them. These are the people that sometimes like won't let their kids like make a mistake, but they're always, you know, got to be perfect. It's got to be the right way. It's got to be this way. Um, They might dictate like a lot of aspects about their lives, how they look, how they talk, how they dress, and they'll try to fit them into a box, into some type of conformity. A lot of times this gets overused a lot of times with Christianity or some forms of religion where the parents have grown up a certain way and they want their child to be able to fit in that box. The problem is the child hasn't had all of the parent's life experiences to get to the place that that box makes sense. So as a result, when they're growing and when they're learning, if they're not developing their emotions and being validated in how they're processing things, they get to a place where the parents are just like, you will fit in this box. And the kid either complies and then rebels or the kid just says, no, I'm not going to do it at all. And that's an awful place too, because then you've got all these like warring factions when it's not really doing anybody good because it's not helping the child grow and it's not helping them learn or understand. Um, so you have like the over controlling where they'll control every aspect, they'll overstep their parent- parental bounds, like even into um, like college, even into marriage, will they still be like telling you what to do, like different things like that. Um, and then you also have the enabling parents. And so the enabling parents are the ones that have brought up their children with no rules. Uh, No boundaries and no consequences. Um, This is partly just our culture as a whole moving this direction, which is why you're seeing more and more narcissists and why we will continue to see more and more narcissists until parenting gets changed, um, because these people have let their children dictate the household. They've, you know, in reading different books, there's a book that I was reading about narcissism where it gave the illustration of the parents turning to the child and saying, which car do you want to get? We're talking about like a five-year-old, you know, and then the five-year-old says, no, we're getting this car. And the parents like, okay, we'll get that car because they want to avoid a tantrum or they want to avoid the child being upset. And this type of thing is what produces a lot of narcissists because they're enabling so in some of my one-on-one calls, there's one person where the narcissist was on a cycle and they'd leave like every five months and have about a month of period of time away. What they would do is they would call up their parents and the parents would buy them a ticket, fly them back to their house, let them stay for a month, hang out with them. And we're talking like forties, like we're not talking like a teen, we're talking like forties that they just fly, fly their kid back home um, because you know he was distraught because the other person kicked them out because they're being abusive. Um, you know, there's uh, different different narcissists out there they're in the enabling category where, you know, they're like 30 some years old and their mom still packs their suitcases for trips. You know, different things that's like babying them, different things that's enabling them, different things of a narcissist that, you know, wrecks their parents car because they're drunk driving and the parents cover it up. Like These are all examples from different people that I've talked to. These are all examples, real life examples that are happening each and every day. And so when you start looking at how do people get here, you can start backtracking it and be like, okay, how do we avoid that? You know, we create a safe place. We help our kids work through their emotions and get to a place where they're in charge of their emotions and their feelings and not letting those dictate their responses or reactions. Um, And also getting to a place where they understand and they have good boundaries. They have boundaries in their lives. They have responsibilities in their lives. Like they have to put their suitcase together. They have to make their bed. They have to take out their trash. They have to get to a place where they understand, hey, if you cross this line that we've set, you're going to have consequences. You're going to have your game taken away. You're going to have to spend you know, the day without your phone or whatever it might be. And this isn't stuff that's just to control or manipulate the kid into compliance. This is just clearly stating like, hey, this is what we expect. If you don't want to comply with that, that's fine. But this is the response. That's part of it on uh, nutshell. There's a ton more about it. I'm not going to dive into it. We'll have a super long video. Um, if you like what you see here and you want to hear more, um, subscribe to my channel. Follow me on TikTok. Follow me on Instagram. Um, if you ever want to talk uh, one-on-one, uh, go to my website, rawmotivations.com. Grab a time there. Would love to be able to chat with you. I work with narcissists who are struggling with narcissism to break the lies and find truth. And I also work with people that are abused by narcissists and try to help them find healing and be able to change and get their lives back on track. Thanks so much.